When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes, 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 and welcome back to the Fresh Arsenal podcast with me, PB. And me, JB. And today we are joining you on the back of a a convincing, I think it's fair to say, 3-1 win away to Leicester after Arsenal turned it around both on Thursday and today against Leicester, coming from behind to win two pretty crucial games uh, for the remainder of Arsenal's season. How are you feeling about them, JB? Um, Relieved. Happy, I think you know we've shown our ability to to come from behind twice in a week. It would be good if we showed our ability not to go behind in the first place. But I feel like that's you know maybe asking for too much. I'll take the results and and maybe not so much Thursday, but I'll definitely take the performance today. I thought that was one of the best um, actual performances of the season. Maybe um, mm. not not entirely sure how different it was from the first game against Leicester, except. Uh, you know, well, they scored, they scored first in both, but I think um, we just kind of scored in this one. I thought we were dominant against a team that's been very good this season. Um, we had two very good performances from from our wide players. I think our our entire side looked pretty solid. I think there was we probably started a bit shaky and a bit static, but grew into it and actually um, kind of went through them at will at times um, and actually. Goal aside, I say goal aside, they didn't really trouble us at all. Even the goal, we had to gift them. So, yeah, I thought it was a pretty um, pretty complete performance. Yeah, it's interesting what you say there, similar to the first one. I find it um, odd that, that Rogers sort of lets us have the ball so much. I know that earlier in the season, every team did that and we were struggling to, to break anyone down. But I'm surprised he went for that approach again today. I guess they didn't have uh, their chief sort of dictator in Madison. So um, they went for a bit more of a 4-4-2, didn't they? And we we really changed it up. The lineup, I think, is the first thing we should we should chat about. I know a lot of people were quite negative on it when it came out. I was actually 
quite positive about it. There's a couple of things I would have liked to see slightly different, but I think it made sense in a lot of ways. How, how did you feel about the lineup when it came out? Uh, I will be honest. I wasn't a huge fan of the lineup. I did try not to get too wound up about that. Like, I, I think that we were always going to need to rotate. There's no way you can play the same team every week or every game at the moment. I thought that the City game was the game to do it because we were never going to win that. Mm. Um, but having played, having gone kind of full strength then and full strength against Benfica, people like Saka, I mean, Saka especially, right? But but mm. quite a few of our players needed a rest. Um, yeah. My worry was when you, when you kind of put the wholesale changes together, you know, you end up with Cedric, Louise, Marie, Elneny, Willian and Lacazette in a team. Like individually, I don't think any of them are kind of, uh, you know, calamities or game changers or kind of ruinous picks. But when you, when you pick them together, there's kind of, there's an impact on, on athleticism and verticality. Uh, and I was a bit worried that we were just going to get one of those old static performances. And I said at the start of the game, I said, there's a lot of pressure on, you know, when you look at that team, it's kind of Tierney, Pepe and Smith Rowe were kind of the, the legs in the team. And there was a lot of pressure on them to be the ones to get us in behind. And to be honest, I think we saw that, right? Like even after they, straight off they scored, we went down the other end and it was Smith Rowe that got in behind. Um, Tierney gave us a lot kind of bursting in on the overlap all game and Pepe I mean I think that's possibly Pepe's best game for the club really caused them a lot of problems had their left back on toast all half uh, mm. don't know how the guy didn't get booked until he did um, I mean, we could have done more before then but Pepe you know first goal uh, he won the free kick for should have could have won a penalty did win a second penalty and then scored the third so uh, just a really good game from him, and you know, I know, I know, end product officially on paper is just one goal, but you know, I think there was a lot of end product from him and a lot of danger. Mm, yeah, I agree. I think he was he was excellent today. Just on the lineup, um, and you can check my timeline if you think I'm just sort of looking in hindsight. But I, I was quite positive about it, and and, th- and this is why I think like Saka and Party definitely start in our best team, um, but we haven't got the data on those players. We know Saka's played a lot. And he's, you know, I thought maybe we could rest him against Burnley next week and he could have played this one. But I don't know, you know, what, what the club knows. So I was quite happy with with him being rested. Partey, we cannot afford for him to have another three, four-week injury. So let's ease him in. That's fine for me. And um, I think the likes of Cedric and Marie arguably uh, are on better form than, than Gabriel and, and Bellerin. I think Gabriel's had some good and not so good game since he's come back from COVID. Um, but Marie looked pretty solid when he filled in for him in, in, in January. Uh, and Cedric, I think, has proven, bar that mistake at Villa, that he, he's offering a bit more than Bellerin at the moment. So I didn't have a problem with that. And I think the other patterns we've got on the pitch, so we had a team that suited Aubameyang at nine with, with Odegaard, Saka, uh, Smith-Rowe sort of loaded behind him. When you play Lacazette at nine, you can afford to have... We've got Smith-Rowe back in number 10, and those two developed a really good combination uh, around the January time when Aubameyang wasn't here. And then you've got the the sort of pace here, nat- more natural wingers either side, because Lacazette obviously drops in. So 
I think it's almost like we've got different styles of play and, and perhaps that style of play suited Leicester today. And I think, you know, I, Partey and Saka aside, I'm not sure there's anything wrong in terms of ability of the team we put out. Obviously, Aubameyang's yeah. been in good form, but Lacazette was on really good form previously. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, right? Like, I, I think it was... It's always a tough one. I, I do agree we have different styles, right? And I think... I actually think your point on Lacazette and Smith-Rowe being a pair is a good one. Uh, to be honest, the fact that Lacazette and Erdegaard worked surprised me just because neither of them... You know, Smith-Rowe gets in beyond Lacazette and they offset each other quite nicely, right? But... Um, Hmm. I, I agree in general, we do have different options, but I, I still think, I guess my worry today was that the 11 was dictated by who didn't play. Like, I don't think he picked an 11 to beat Leicester. I think he kind of said, who do I have to rest? And then the rest picked itself. Having said that, I, I agree, right? I think Marie has, I think he was poor for the goal, but I hmm. think he, was at, he, he had a good game today. His hmm. positioning is very good. He is surprised, like, I say surprisingly physical. He gets his like Murtasaka reputation, right? Because he's tall and not very mobile, but mm. he, he uses his body well. He is physical. Um, and like, you know, he didn't get done by Vardy for that, that one where Vardy tried to get him behind. So I thought he had a good game. I think Cedric has made his case to play more. I mean, he has played a lot, but I think that you see things with him technically that you just don't get with Bellerin, especially in recent form. And I also think that um, regardless of what you think of, of Cedric as a fullback versus Bellerin, I, I think, you know, as you said, right, it's the same with Smith Rowe and Lacazette, it's about partnerships. And mm. Cedric and Pepe works in a way that Bellerin and Pepe doesn't. Yeah. Um, and I think we have to consider that because I think that we've seen Pepe and Bellerin just don't work as a pair, mainly because Pepe needs an overlapping fullback. Um, and maybe he doesn't always, but if you're going to have someone playing inverted behind him, it would be good if they didn't just run into his space, right? Like you could be a bit smarter about it. So, yeah. Um, I mean, we. I, had, I think that's interesting. Yeah. People will hopefully remember when, when Pepe had those few good games on the left, it was when Cedric was behind him mm -hmm. uh, playing as an inverted left back and then, and then Pepe going left. It's a case of just giving defence defences things to think about from multiple angles and when people sort of excused uh, Bellerin for his running into the space of Pepe there was, there was an insistence it seemed that that was a tactical decision by Artessa but we're seeing a very different style from Cedric so I'm not I'm not sure that is the case and but I'm also great. like you can be told to invert and still use your brain right like mm. Cancelo inverts but he doesn't get in the way of Mares because yeah. he knows where to run yeah. So I don't I understand that he might, you know, Bellerin might be being told to cover a certain channel, but like just do it better. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think there was a lot of smart attacking movement today. But before we go on to some positives, let's look at that first goal then. Uh, we touched on sort of Marie making an error. And I do think he, he definitely made a, a big error in this goal. But for me, it was a catalogue of several players making errors. Um, it started with, I think, Willian gave a, a difficult ball back to Xhaka, which didn't put him in the best position. Xhaka then didn't make the most out of that situation, lost the ball, uh, was chasing back. Not sure where Tierney was at all. I get that he was sort of doing an overlapping run, but seemed to be nowhere near the play. Uh, and then Marie, I think you've got Alnene, who could, if you look at the replays, he could come across more. He's got no one that he's marking. 
you've got Marie who could come across, but equally, how much is is Louise telling him that he's got Vardy behind him? Because Louise sort of picked up Vardy and there was no need for Marie to, to be following Vardy as well. So I think it was just a lot of lack of communication. And worryingly for us, another sort of early goal where we we've lacked that uh we've lacked that focus. We've seen it in Man City game, we saw it in the Villa game, and again today. Do you do you think I mean so I, I agree with all of that, right? I, I do think there's something in I, I like it's like a perfect storm, right? So we start badly, we like that left hand side. Tierney, I agree with you, like clearly there was something on William coming inside and Tierney going. Um, mm. uh, uh, and we have been caught in the past by fullbacks going early, and I think Tierney went very early. But I guess the other side of that, right, is is that just quite predictable? Leicester started with, I know Pereira was playing as, as the midfielder, right, but Leicester started with two fullbacks on their right, mm. Anne and Didi came over, and I know Jack has been a pressing trigger before, but, like, actually, Tierney goes up, and then we've got Pereira, Castagna, Anne and Didi there, to press and squeeze and get the ball back. And, you know, yeah, we got caught and it was poor from us. I do, I do think that it's a bit of them being smart as well. Mm. Um, I just think when and then they're in, and then we is, just retreat. Yeah, when Tillemans is, is running 30 yards and scoring without anyone catching him, you've got a problem because he, he's not the so quickest. So that, that's my issue, right? Like it, it annoys me when... When people are like, oh, we lost the ball and that's why we concede. Like, if you lose the ball there, yeah. that's not the reason you concede. Mm. The reason you concede is because you've lost the ball there and done nothing about it. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And I think this is, you know, we saw in the game on Thursday as well, We across the two legs, we gifted Benfica the three goals. They did nothing to really hurt us. Same today, Leicester did nothing to really hurt us and we gifted them a goal and this is a league of, of very fine margins in most games and we need to cut that out because as I sort of tweeted after the game, if you think how many chances we're letting other teams have from open play when, when they actually break us down and we don't make errors, it's very few. We must be, we haven't got Kyle the Statman on today, but there must be some promising numbers. It's zero. That. I just looked up. It's, no one's ever created a chance against us from open play. But the XG, I think the XG today was like 0.4 for Leicester and about 2.4 for Arsenal, which is really good against a, a team like Leicester. Um, they had a couple of mm. players out, but they still had a, a very good, you know. I I've, mean, did that, did that surprise you? Like, if you think about it, we went 1-0 down, right? Mm. Which is like prime Arsenal giving away chances, trying to get back in territory. Mm. Came back from a set piece, got the penalty, 2-1 up at half time, came out in the second half, sat back a bit, picked them off on the break a couple of times, scored one and still didn't give away anything. Like, did it, did it surprise you how solid we were and how smart we were? Or Yeah, it surprised me how we, what I really liked, I tweeted at halftime, that I hope we continue to, you know, put the, the dominance dropped off naturally a little bit, but I still felt that we were in control at all times of that game. And we were helped by the fact that Leicester's team seemed to be dropping like flies with, with injuries as the half, second half went on. But... I think, yeah, the confidence throughout, just just feeling like we're the better team, you know, when, when we're actually like seven places below Leicester at the moment. So it'd be very easy for, I mean, we saw pre-Christmas, we were going into games not feeling like we, we deserve to win games. And, and when we took the lead, we'd be hanging on. And uh, mm. I, I like that authority that we're seeing. 
I think uh, yeah, it's it's it, it it's like it's just a frustration there, right? Because we've seen how many teams we can beat, and it's it's re- like even even when we've been bad, we're we're losing to teams where you can see we're better than them, or at least should be. Mm. Um, but we're seeing that so now this year. It's great seeing us win, but it's frustrating knowing that we could should be doing better with the players we've got, right? Yeah, but I, I'm taking huge positives from the fact that you know you said what you said there that we're we're seeing we're we're the better team, you know, like in the Wolves game, the Villa game, etc. But pre Christmas, even the games we were winning, like arguably we were fortunate in them. So there, there really has been a massive swing. You know, we got rid of some Deadwood in in January. That's potentially helped that momentum swing, and you know the emergence of Smith Rowe, the addition of Odegaard. There's definitely a lot of positive signs. And I'm seeing a lot of people say, oh, Arsenal is still in ninth, whatever. But look, we were 15th, 16th. There's talk of relegation. We're like three points above the, the bottom three. We're never going to finish in the top four when you're nearly halfway through the season and, and near the relegation zone. So we've got to just take, you know, the sample from, from 2021, really, where I think we're like sort of fifth. What, fifth what were you league. thinking? What were you thinking with like 10 minutes to go Benfica game. Were you were you positive then? Because like I, I feel I mean I, I'll I'll put my hands up quite fickle, right? I, I really like Arteta. I've wavered on him like a few times this season. And I mean when I, I was thinking on Thursday, like if we don't turn this around, mm. especially as we've been poor for a few games, right? We've had some good games, had some bad games. We do feel quite mid-table. And I was thinking you know, he's got his non-negotiables. I think a non-negotiable for the club should be if you go out to Olympiacos one season and Benfica the next, hmm. it's it's difficult to kind of make a case of someone staying now. Whether that meant go now or go end the season, I don't know. But uh, yeah. and now I'm like really happy and positive again because we've just, you know, not, ba- I wouldn't say battered Leicester, but we've comfortably beaten them hmm. and I'm all happy again. So I, I, I appreciate that I'm fickle, but I, I don't yeah. know, maybe I just can't make my mind up. No, I know what you mean. I, I, I didn't see us scoring that uh, that third goal, was it? Yeah, third goal um, on Thursday. And I, I was thinking very negatively, but I think it's those fine margins that went slightly in our favour on that day. Although over the course of the two legs, I think it would have been very harsh for us to go out. Um, but we've seen it go the other way so much this season. I know we haven't been great, but you look at that Wolves game. We've gone into that in really good form. The first half of some of the best football I've seen us play all season. That little moment, and then that derailed us. We obviously lost that game, had a couple of players suspended. We probably lose the Villa game because of that. That happened a mm. few days later. And you just think if that little moment was slightly different, we might win both those games and we're suddenly the form team, you know, top of the form table in the league. And who knows where we where we'd be now. So there's always going to be little margins, fine margins in football. And I think it is about time we had a little bit of luck on Thursday. Although, again, look, we, we definitely deserve to, to qualify um, over Benfica. Oh, yeah, for sure, right? Like, the, like they, weren't, they weren't great. I mean, they weren't bad. They were hard to beat. And ultimately, they had a back three, which included Otamendi and Batongan. We weren't going to walk through them. But... Um, you know they weren't great, and we and we shouldn't really be judging ourselves based on our ability to get past Benfica. Mm, we yeah. we should be judging our, like we should keep going until we play another English club or I don't know who else is good left in the competition. But 
when I look at the, the, the Europa draw, it, it should be there for us. Um, you know, obviously we, you know, United could turn up on any given day and beat us, but it could go the other way too. I don't look at that draw and see a load of teams that we should worry about. Hmm. Um, you know, really, and that is a way into the Champions League, right? And I know United are good and I know Milan might be good, but like, was it Granada, Slavia Prague, Ajax, Milan, yeah. Roma, Shakhtar Donetsk. Like, to be honest, if you can't beat them, you don't deserve to be in Europe. So it's huge for us. Mm. Yeah, I think um, what's good about this week, it could have ended the season completely like, if we lose both games. But now we're we're in the last 16 of the Europa League. We've got Olympiacos. No, they beat us last year, but that should be, should be one we're winning. And in the league, we're not out of, you know, Champions League looks looks very difficult from obviously where we started, but I think top six or seven, depending on what happens with the FA Cup, I think we're only sort of, teams have games in hand, but we're only sort of three, four points off those Europa League spots. So, you know, the club will want some kind of European football and it, it keeps both competitions alive for us. I want to uh, talk a little bit more about the wide men today because you touched on it when we went through the lineup, but for two players who've had their confidence bashed around by either the fans or the manager at times, I thought the response from both Willian and Pepe, especially when we're 1-0 down and, you know, you, you want to see those players come to the fore and make the difference, like we've seen from Saka, etc. I'm not sure many saw the performances of Willian and, and Pepe going that way after going 1-0 down. What did you think of both of them today? I think I think we need to, well, what Williams got, he's a year in nearly, so he's got two years left at the end of this deal. And I think we need to think about tying him down again before other teams come in for him. So I think... A but seriously, contract... it, it could, you know, if he has a few games like this to, to one, help us in the rest of the season when we need to bring certain players out for rest. Yeah. And it could help him attract attract another club in the summer I don't think it's it, gonna... it, it could and I'm happy yeah. it happened on TV right I mean they're all mm. on TV so it was going to but you know one of my mates is a Chelsea fan and he said Williams a one in 20 game player um, and what I would say to that is it was a good game but if this is his one in 20 it doesn't change what we know about the guy mm. if he does this every week then it changes what we know about the guy yeah. and I think you know, you could say, you could say similar about Pepe, which is you know not one in twenty, but and I think he's been much better. But one of his issues was was before that he'd pull out a good game and then he'd pull out a bad game, and now he's putting together good game after good game after good game, and he was our best player today. So it's difficult to get ex- you know, let's be happy and let's congratulate these guys on one, on a good game. And I thought Will, this was Williams' best game for, for Arsenal, right? It wasn't just like the Fulham game; he actually. He played well, he linked up, he he took men on, he committed men. He, there was a burst on the dribble that I haven't seen. Maybe some time out of the team has been good for him, I don't know. But it's about doing it repeatedly. And I think that was the challenge Pepe had and he's kind of risen to it. So, you know, ultimately, like there are players playing for Leeds and not even Leeds, right? Newcastle, West Brom, Burnley, who can all do good things and have good games. But what makes someone good enough to play for Arsenal is that they can do it consistently. And I think I think these guys deserve the credit for the game they had, but do it again, yeah. right? Do it next game. Do it the game after. Do it when you come off the bench. 
and then we can have conversations about you know reevaluating what we think of them mm. yeah i agree and i don't but... want to i don't want to be harsh it was they both played really well yeah they won us the game mm. we've been getting into the final third recently not doing anything with it and those two and Erdegaard as well took final third possession and turned it into chances very well today yeah, I think you're right. Look, they've both been inconsistent uh, this season. Willian much more so than than Pepe. I think Willian's had two really good games. One was today and one was the first game of the season. And uh, I think he got two assists in both of those games. But it, it does frustrate you when you see him. Today, he seems to just get an extra yard of pace that I haven't seen him have all season. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, for that, I think it was for the penalty, he did that drive and run inside. And... Um, yeah, it just looked much quicker than I've ever seen him before. So if he can replicate stuff like that, he can be a very useful addition. And I do think, you know, I'm I'm really fishing for positives here, but I do think Williams had a couple of better sub appearances in the last few weeks. You know, he came on against. I uh, agree. He has, did all right. He, he's improved. I mean, look, it might be he's 32. There was he played a lot in in. The kind of towards the end of last season, it looked like he was doing well for Chelsea. Maybe he had a short in the summer, came back, wasn't as sharp as he could have been. I don't know. Maybe he didn't settle well. Then there was the stuff over Christmas with COVID and whatever. Like maybe he just needed a break. I don't know. Mm. But I just need to see. Uh, this was very encouraging. And I agree, he's been better in his last couple of games. But to see him get more game time and justify the fact we've kind of been Reese Nelson for him and Martinelli's not getting any time and again that's another one where Arteta seemed to suggest that Martinelli needs to do certain things to play and he's challenging him right like he challenged Pepe and Pepe rose to it so um, let's see but it's you know I'd rather be having this conversation about encouraging signs than talking about him being crap again. Mm. And I think it's just great to see some attacking options with with a little bit of form you know pre-Christmas much of our issues were the fact that we couldn't score many goals or create many goals and since the turn of the year we've seen a better Aubameyang scoring at a much better rate we've seen Lacazette Mm -hmm. who we wanted to all bin off towards the end of last year suddenly you know he dropped out the last few games but before that he was playing really well and and he did well today Um, Smith Rose obviously come in as a new option that's emerged from nowhere and and Willian and Pepe I think Pepe especially in 2021 I think has had some really good games. He's arguably been man of the match in, in three or four games since the turn of the year, despite not playing in, in a few of them. So it's great to have those attacking options. And and that's key for us when we try and break down teams who go one no up and, and park the bus that we couldn't do mm-hmm. pre-Christmas. So anything else you wanted to raise on the game today, JB? No, just the, look, it's a squad game, right? And... We need a squad. We need to be able to rotate and we need to be able to bring options off the bench. And, and having fit and firing William and Pepe means that we can bring them off the bench if they're not starting when they need goals. I mean, Pepe, I think, deserves to start. And at the same time, it's good winning games with these guys because it meant we didn't need to use Saka today and we didn't, use, didn't need to use Aubameyang today. I mean, we did, but we didn't need to. Um, and we could ease in party. And party got a little bit of time off the bench, which I was not super for. But then I was like, well, he's coming back from injury. Maybe 
you know, I never really know. I think someone's, you know, they need minutes, I guess, as well. Yeah. Not just about resting them. So, and yeah. we've got a week off now, which means Saka will have had 10 plus days off by the time he plays again, which is, is great for us, right? Like, don't take these things for granted. So, you know, you see other players, you can never be injury proof. But when you see people like Harvey Barnes dropping like flies, um, it's just good to see. So, I'm happy. Yeah, I think it was the perfect day as, as much as it could be, um, especially after we went 1-0 down. So I think the, the second half, we weren't stretched. We, we kept the ball a lot. We played it at our pace. You know, no one should... Obviously, we got picked up the Smith Rowe injury and we'll wait and see how bad that is. That could ruin the perfect day. But I think we've shown... Like, Arteta I, didn't sound too worried, but you never really know. Mm. Yeah, I'm mindful of Smith Rowe. He, he's had a lot of injury problems and... He has played a lot of football for us uh, since he sort of came into the team and, and saved it, if you like. That was a sort of turning point when he had that first game back at Chelsea when uh, we were right towards the bottom of the league. But um, hopefully he's all right. I, I heard some rumours he was having growing pains or something before. I don't know. Mm. All I know is he plays with his socks down like Grealish and they've both got big calves and maybe big calves are prone to... Uh, like shin splints or something hmm. based on no medical evidence. <laughs> That's why he, he's keeping the socks low so the air's, air can get to them. But um, yeah, we'd seen, I would quite like to see Pepe, Odegaard, Saka behind Aubameyang. Um, but it feels like Arteta likes to play Aubameyang when he's sort of got three attack, more central players behind him to obviously create a lot. But But Pepe can create a lot. And especially when he's smart like he was today, you know, played really simple, played fast. Um, I, let's hope he can continue to to show that kind of consistency because it'll be a huge addition for us. And look, even if you're not Pepe and Willian's biggest fans and you think we should sell them in the summer, these type of performances make them more sellable and, and increase. Yeah, exactly. Ultimately, value. players playing well is good, right? Even if you don't like them or don't rate them, I'd rather yeah. have them playing well than not playing well. So. When we get Kia to sell Willian in the summer, we'll, we'll get get him to uh, form a compilation of the Fulham and Leicester games and make him look like a world beer. <laughs> Do what they did on like Dream Team where they just edit the queue so it looks like you're playing against different teams every week. <laughs> yeah. So we've got Burnley next week. So we've got a nice week long or well, six day long break which is very rare in this season today. I think there's some other Premier League games going on in the middle of the week but we have played a little bit more than other teams so we will have a rest there. I think Burnley are playing as well in the week and they played got battered by Spurs today so hopefully they're not in the best condition come Saturday 12.30 and then we've got a big couple of weeks we've got Olympiacos on the following Thursday Spurs on the Sunday after that and then obviously the return leg with Olympiacos and then games against West Ham and Liverpool so we'll know a lot more about this Arsenal team in about a month's time but it's uh, definitely a promising week and it's good to discuss positive things if we ha as we have done today so thanks JB for joining me it's been a pleasure as always thank you for hosting and we we've, we've 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 freestyled this I think we've done quite well yeah no it's it's always easier to have a, a natural discussion when things are going well so uh, we will have Carl back in future episodes and we are lining up some guests as well so keep your eyes peeled to our at Fresh Arsenal Pod Twitter account 
Also, a couple of features I wanted to shout out from the FreshArsenal.com website. We've now got a little squad selector builder, so you can build your Arsenal 11s very easily and share them on social media, etc. And also opportunity for you to submit your player ratings on the player rater tool. And these go into our official player ratings article. So check them out. Uh, and yeah, give us a follow on Fresh Arsenal Pod if you haven't already. And if you're listening and haven't subscribed, please subscribe. I've been PB. Thanks for joining us today. I have been JB and still am and will be. Just to, in case anyone wondered. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.